Good morning and welcome to this weekend's edition of News from the Camp House, the listening post of the Texas Sportsman Association. This is Herman Brune and this weekend's edition is also being brought to us by Colorado County Oil. Colorado County Oil has been in business right here in Colorado County for more than 40 years, bringing everybody their branded and unbranded boat fuel needs. Colorado County Oil. Alright, i tell you what, this weekend we've got a special guest with us, uh, Brian Lynn with the U.S. Sportsman's Alliance. Brian, how you doing this morning? Doing pretty good, Herman. Thanks for having us on. You bet. Last week, I had, uh, we covered a topic last week, and I just didn't walk away from it with the feelings I wanted. I, I, I felt like there were some answers that, that didn't didn't come out. And uh, we were talking about the Wildlife Recovery Act that just came out of the uh, Natural Resource Committee in the U.S. Congress. And uh, we, we talked about it, and I had some concerns. I was interviewing the, uh, the lady, Janice Rat, uh, Besenson, from the Texas uh, Conservation Alliance, and she was perfectly fine with this deal. I was a little bit nervous about it because it just uses general funds out of it. It just takes money out of the air, and uh, that, that kind of stuff always concerns me. Uh, where are y'all? Can let's let's talk about this Wildlife Recovery Act. It's uh, House Resolution. What is it? Thirty-seven forty-two. Yes, sir. House Resolution thirty-seven forty-two. Um, you know, and it sounds great on the surface, and you know, there's always a connection between endangered species and critical species, and everything in the ecosystem is connected. So there's a natural symbiotic relationship a lot of times with things we're hunting and the places we're hunting mm -hmm. and threatened endangered whatever species um there, there are some questions though you know you're, you're talking about the general fund 1.3 billion dollars being taken out of the general fund mm -hmm. and made into a sub account of the pittman robertson act the question we have is why is this even connected to the pittman robertson act why not connect this to the Endangered Species Act and use it for these things? It makes some allowances for improving habitats of huntable species, but that's always connected to addressing the needs and habitats of other endangered or critically endangered species. So there's a caveat to it. Mm -hmm. you know. And so our question is, why is this even a part of the Pittman-Robertson Act? Why isn't this subaccount part of the Endangered Species Act and works on these things? All right. Now, give my listeners, tell my listeners right quick, explain Pittman-Robertson. Pittman-Robertson and the Johnson-Dingle Act, um, those were the excise taxes that back in, in the uh, Depression era that sportsmen said, hey, we need to take care of wildlife and fund these habitat projects and bring the wetlands back and everything else. So we put an excise tax on ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, every firearm, every every uh, shotgun and rifle you buy has an 11% excise tax. Every handgun that's bought has a 10% excise tax. All your ammunition is taxed, fishing rods, reels, uh, lures, trolling motors. All this equipment is taxed. It has an excise tax that the manufacturer pays. Mm -hmm. That money goes into a federal fund and is then divvied back up and given back to the states based on license sales for hunting and fishing. And that's funding uh, wildlife 
conservation to the tune of uh, about $1.5 billion a year. Um, and so that's where, when we say sportsmen are the backbone and fund conservation, that's one mechanism, the PR, the PR dollars and uh, JD dollars. Mm-hmm. And then the other side is we buy licenses and tags that fund it to about another around $1.5 billion. About $3 billion a year, give or take, is what sportsmen are putting directly into the ground, into supporting your state fish and wildlife agencies, the biology studies, the biologists, the law enforcement guys, you know, the boat ramps, everything else. That's all paid for by sportsmen. Okay, now, is this not, to correct me or, or, or let, make me get this straight so my listeners have it straight, is this not the backbone of the North American model of conservation? Yes, it is. It absolutely is. This is the, this is what gives wildlife, you know, meaning. What, what uh, funds it? You know, we are the backbone. You take away hunting, fishing, trapping, recreational shooting, because that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. If you take those activities away, all that money goes away. By taking money out of the general fund, if if we get 1.5 billion from excise taxes plus what comes out of licenses and permits across the United States states and that and then we turn around and take 1.3 billion out of the general fund just to hand over to your state agencies does that not diminish the you know what we've been all about all these years well you could say you know it depends how you look at this right like Uh if you look at it as i'm from the government i'm here to help if you believe that statement then it's enhancing those dollars. Mm -hmm. If somebody says, I'm here from the government, I'm here to help, and you just laugh, then you can take the view and the perspective that it dilutes those dollars. Yeah, you're getting more money, but with money comes restrictions. And then that opens the doors to administrations or politicians down the road saying no no we need to do this or we need to hey hunters we're here to help you but we're going to divert these funds over here and we're going to use we're going to stop stop you from hunting this species or this area because of these critically endangered animals and don't worry we'll open it up later right i I guess as, as is the part that always comes with these things later never arrives Right. We're, right. we're left fighting forever in, in perpetuity, you know, perpetuity. Right. The, the biggest... The, uh, the biggest point of this is is biology. It's, it's birds and the bees. It's what I always say. It's a simple animal husbandry involved with hunting and fishing. The things that uh, seem to get farther and farther away from an urbanized mainstream public. The understanding that you know, while hunting is hunting, you're you are providing a service. You're managing the wildlife and any. Wildlife must be managed across the face of the United States because people live here, and that's just the way it is. Uh, you got to manage it. You got to manage your wildlife. You got to manage your predators. And when you don't do it, bad things happen. For sure. And you know, and this is what I'm concerned with. With this, is all of a sudden taking money out of the just taking general funds, uh, and the understanding that we. One of the explanations we got last week was this is to uh, also study animals that are 
not on the threatened list or not on the endangered species list, but we're concerned that we don't want them to get there either. So all of a sudden now your landowners have to think about, well, they can just come here for any reason and shut me down. They're not worried about, you know, if this is for any animal, any species that at some point in time, uh, you know, we're worried about a mule deer migration route. All of a sudden we're going, well, you know, we can't, this is now that we've got this act in place. Now we absolutely cannot, uh, explore and develop some of these, uh, public lands because we've got this act in place and this could possibly uh, do something to these mule deer over here. Am I making sense? Uh, yeah, um, but see, that that's already part of the piece. That's already in there, right? Like, all this is doing is putting funding towards carrying out those projects, creating habitats and creating different things. But again, the question is, why is it connected to the Pittman-Robertson dollars? Why is it a sub-account within Pittman-Robertson? Why isn't it over on the endangered species side of things where it can do the exact same thing? Mm-hmm. The, the, the fear is that this could be used to dilute the intent and the focus of Pittman and Robertson, which is huntable species and sportsmen and hunting and fishing trapping. It's not to recover, you know, the three-toed salamander. It's to work on hunting and make that better and to fund those projects and that backbone of conservation. So the question is, why is it under the Pittman-Robertson heading and not the Endangered Species Act? I got you. I got you. Okay. All right. Uh, Yeah, well, that's what our concerns are. And that's, of course... Justifiable concerns. Like, it's good questions to ask. And, uh, yeah, I'm here from the government. I'm here to help. Yeah, right, right. And what what kind of timing do we have on that to have this come out... uh, to have this come out now when you know what is the congress approval rating is like six percent uh you know this is a very odd time to to ask people to trust the government yeah there's a lot going on from uh you know across the spectrum and uh now they're ramping back up uh being in session and uh you know we're gonna start getting busy again with all the state stuff too so right well that's coming up all right i'll tell you what let's take a quick break and thank the folks who let us come on here every saturday morning and we'll be right back